0: Celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football.
1: Lambo is good from 30 yards away, and the Jaguars have beaten the Los Angeles Chargers at Everbank Field.
0: It is Victory Monday, October 21st. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hours presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who believes
2: Greece is the word. JP Shadrick, welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour. I've never seen Greece. My name's JP Shadrick. I don't even know what that means. That's Tony Baselli. Pete Prisco is CBS Sports senior writer for the National Greece? Football League. I don't know what that means. Well, there's the—they've announced today that uh, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John are doing a meet and greet in December, uh, talking about the movie. I guess where? At Daly's place.
3: Oh. You've never seen
2: No, I
4: haven't. I have seen it. Does There's Olivia Newton John still look the same as she did back then? No. Cause <laughs> I'll go to the meet and greet. <laughs> that's coming up in December. <laughs> I'll be there.
2: Uh who cares? Yeah. Uh, that's uh Remember
4: uh remember the song she sang, Let's Get Physical? Yeah. You were probably
2: too
5: no, young. Always
4: too young, there, Tony. I was. Yeah. A, how old Tony, were you, Tony? You were a
3: little kid back no,
4: then. No, no, no. That was like just the start of puberty. That was a big. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! It was a big moment. <laughs> we're a little, learning a lot of
2: reasons why Tony is like he is. I think. <laughs> That's
4: just, I mean, I can remember singing that song. I mean, it was a, that was a, wow. a That was a transformational moment of my uh, uh, young adulthood. So
2: we are off to a rousing start. Uh, let's. Get to what we're coming up to on the program today. Jaguars <laughs> Bengals review a defensive breakout. Four takeaways for the Jaguars defense, and boy, they needed them yesterday. Offensive situational football was not great. They were struggling at the goal to go situations, the third downs. We'll get to some of those. Injuries, the linebackers now are banged up. AFC South review will go around the league, and we will, I think, for the final time, put a bow on the Jalen Ramsey situation. After that interview yeah, on ESPN I some, Sunday.
4: I have some points I'd like to share with that. Yeah, we'll, uh, me we'll too. Get, so do I.
2: We'll get to the bulk of that at the start of the second hour at 5 I, o'clock I'm today. Just,
4: I, let me just start the show off with this about this game. Mm-hmm. That was a bad Bengals team. That's the worst team I've seen live or on tape. I've not watched. This year. This year. I've okay. not watched the Dolphins. I just started watching the Redskins, and they might be tied. They're very close to being not very good. Because uh, I had the Redskins-Vikings game this uh, this uh, Thursday night. But the Bengals are a bad team. Now, bad. they played a bunch of teams close, but that was before they got hurt. And they lost a lot of bodies. And Andy Dalton's not playing very well right now. But besides that, everything's peachy-creamy there. Hmm. So, why the Jaguars
2: struggle then to uh, pull away in this game? Well, it had
4: moments. It's exactly what you said. The situational football was bad. I mean, they at one point, the late in the first half, maybe it was almost at the end of the first half, the Bengals had negative two yards rushing. The Jaguars had three x the amount of yards.
2: Yeah, it was three. We just showed it on the on the screen on and Jaguars. It was dot twice time.
4: as much time of possession, That's but right. they were awful on third down, and they could not. Uh, and they were i think 0 for 4 in the red zone and or their, whatever it was
2: their starting field position in the first half was their own 16 yard line so they had three times
4: inside their own 10 yeah it was bad and and they just didn't finish drives
2: hmm. so they they you know the defense helped them out with some extra drives in the second half the offense got it in the end zone finally Pete. and uh, they did enough to get the win in Cincinnati, the, uh, I don't know if the, uh, the the offense had 460 yards. It's not like they had a bad day moving the ball. No, but they, yeah, didn't, they, finish. they, they didn't finish.
4: They got score touchdowns. That's they right. Score touchdowns against a bad team and against a team that you should win. They should have been up 21 nothing, and it should have been over in the first half. Instead, they're down seven six. Having three times as many yards, twice as much time in possession, mm-hmm. controlling the entire thing, but two big plays they gave up, and. You look and you're behind. I mean, we we're sitting in the booth and Joe and I are looking at each other. I'm like, I don't like the feeling I have right now because I've been a part of games like this. I've done games like this where the better team is dominating the game, but behind on the scoreboard. And what happens is you end up allowing that bad team to hang in there. They get paid to They're professional athletes. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're on the wrong side of a game that you've should have won easily. Now, that didn't happen, thankfully, because of the turnovers in the fourth quarter that the Jaguars were able to get, and they capitalized on those turnovers. But until then, I mean, it was a convincing win, but I was reminded this morning as I was watching the game again, we were behind going into the fourth quarter. Yes, that's a fact.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was one of those weird games where you should have been dominating the thing from gone home in the third quarter, and, and you look up and you go, oh, my God, what happened to us? It was just weird. It was, was, it was a weird game. It was. It reminded me of some of your old-time games, like in the 90s, 90, 95, 90s. 90, that weird season, remember? You had a bunch of weird games.
4: Yeah, but usually we were the bad team hanger, hanging on.
3: Right. Well, that's kind of what it was. They let them hang around.
2: Why did they struggle in goal to go situations? That first one, especially. What well, they, happened on that fourth down play? Well,
4: they got stuffed. Um, one, they got zero movement at the point of attack, they got penetration on the backside, and Leonard tried to dive over the top. He's had success doing that, but he never could get started. He got just hammered. I mean, there was nowhere to go. I mean, it was just a pile of bodies, and if anything, there he needs to. Keep stay on his feet and try to bounce it, and roll to the outside. But it's difficult because the position they put him in—they put him in that kind of fullback position, only three yards behind the ball, so he doesn't have time to react. It's just a, it kind, st- a yeah, straight it kind dive. It seemed
3: like they rushed to that play, didn't they? Um, I don't think they. Am ru- I wrong? I, I was just watching it on TV and I rewatched it. Looked like they rushed to it. I don't I think, think like they
4: a- rushed to it. They m- motioned to it and they moved to it. But, um. <laughs> Sorry, I has got a text message about Pete. <laughs> oh, what no. was it? Let's stop the show. Let's, let's hear it. The question was, if it's that, that funny. Are you in the bathroom right now? Because it sounds like you're, you're doing the show from the bathroom.
3: I am not, but I've spent a lot of time in the bathroom this weekend. <laughs> 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 Too much info. Thank you uh, very much. Are you much. sick, Pete? No, I had uh, sinus surgery on Friday.
4: Oh, congratulations. congratulations. What, what does that have to do with the bathroom? If you have sinus We got a lot surgery. of blood
3: coming out, Tony.
2: That's too much info. Yeah, what do we, why do we go down I, this road? I, I don't know. We we're, we're, were having a nice conversation. We about were. Goal to go
3: situations and
2: shifting Sorry, to a fullback uh, position. It's my fault.
4: Fournette running out of a three point stance, and now we're talking about this? That's my fault. What the hell happened? I, I was, you know, Mike Perkins texted me and said. Uh, oh, you know, you called him out. Well, it's Perkins' fault. Oh. I blame Perk. Let's go to
2: defense here. I mean, this is a group that, for weeks, you guys hadn't got a takeaway. What's going on on takeaways? How do you guys get more takeaways?
4: They got four. They got four in the second half last week. Well, they got their hands on the ball, and that was good. Three of them are turnovers. I mean, three of them are interceptions, one fumble. A nice play. The fumble was huge because at the time, if if I remember the time it was a yeah, they were they had the lead. They were driving. They were in Jaguar uh, territory, and DJ Hayden does a great job of hustling back into it and getting the strip and allows Harrison to fall on it. But that was a huge play because they're driving. It's in the second half. You're down, and you get to pick, and then... After taking the lead, this is one of the better picks. In, <laughs> the Miles-Jack play, of yeah. course,
2: the interception. It was
4: a great interception, Miles-Jack. I have no idea why he was lateraling laddering at that point. But that's Lonnie okay. Harrison
3: had his best game.
4: He had a pick, too. He played very well. I thought, yeah. I thought overall the defense played well. They stacked the run very well. The Bengals couldn't run it to save their lives. And Joe Mixon's a good back, by the way. And they had nothing going there. And they, didn't, they only had two sacks or three sacks. Was it two or three, J.P.? Building. Yeah, the pressure but, yeah. wasn't great, but it was better than you think, Pete. Bad because team. they were Dalton was getting rid of it so quickly. Uh, Yannick, he won at least three times. Where if the ball is held for over two seconds, more than two seconds, it's a sack. I mean, it was a it was a quick throw, and he almost sacked them on quick throws. That was his best game. He played very well. Josh Allen had a nice sack. I mean. They pressured the quarterback. They affected him. They only got two uh, sacks like we talked about, but they affected him enough to make a difference. They moved him off the spot. I think they really um, caused some issues for Andy Dalton, and they had negative plays. We're seeing one right here, the nice play by Yannick in the uh, reverse. So I thought defensively, outside of Erickson, who absolutely killed them in the first half, You know, I thought they played good football.
3: Yeah, and Taven Bryan's getting better.
4: Taven, is, he is getting better. He still he's still there yet,
3: but he's getting better. He
4: is, and that's all you ask for. He's going in the right direction. He lacks awareness and loses the ball at times, but he's a big, strong, physical player that when uh, he's in the right spot and he locates the ball, he makes plays.
2: So the defense uh, stepped uh, up and had a nice day at the office yesterday and got this uh, Jaguars team a win. over the Cincinnati Bengals. The uh, the injury bug piling up a little bit. That's a concern. Linebackers went down, fourth quarter especially. A lot of guys went down.
4: I mean, we'll wait to get the official report from the team, but they did bring one up. Has that been – Yes,
2: that's out there.
4: So Um, it's out there. So they brought up uh, off the practice squad Giles Harris. Correct. Let go a corner they signed last week.
2: Perry Nickerson.
4: But coming out of the game, and we don't have any official news yet, but during the game, we know this, that Quincy Williams was hurt with a hamstring. Yes, he was out and back in. and then, Yeah, uh, back I, and forth. Yeah, right. And I watched him, and you could tell he couldn't open it up. Najee Good out, injure, injury. I think a foot, if I'm not mistaken, they they said. Did they say foot or lower leg? Uh, DJ Alexander, same thing, foot or lower leg. I can't remember what they called it. Um, and then the – Leon Jacobs. And Leon Jacobs, I believe, was hamstring.
2: He limped off the field.
4: Yep. Yeah, he had yeah, some, that's a some, lot of hit at one position. In that's one game. four. You left the game yesterday with two healthy linebackers, Miles Jack, which is the one most important to be healthy, and Chicolo. Chicolo, Chicola, Cicca- <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Have you
2: checked your roster lately? Apparently not. He's he, we've got. He's from, not on the roster. Oh, he is on the roster. He's yeah. inactive. Austin Calitro.
4: Calitro. But he's no, he's he's in the 53 man. As yes, a, he, he wasn't active yesterday. He was inactive yesterday.
3: You confused yeah. him with Tony Chicolo. Chicolo,
4: yeah. Remember Chicolo? He was a player. How do you say that guy's player, name again? Steelers. Calitro. 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 Yes. He's uh from Seattle. He's we on got the
2: 53. Him. He's been inactive.
4: So, my yeah. my whole point was you had two healthy linebackers on the 53 man roster coming in today.
2: At the end of the game, Jared Wilson was playing weak
4: side linebacker. Yeah, they went safety. dying. They what went dying. That? Yeah, because they didn't have enough linebackers to play. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's an issue, and where that shows up is obviously in defense, but in special teams. Those are your special team guys. And so that's something to watch this week. And, you know, yeah, we'll talk about the Jets coming to town a little bit, but that's a better team than anyone thinks, in my opinion. And, the Jets? Yes.
3: Yeah, they'll be better. You watch
4: tonight. Don't compete tonight. So that's a concern. I'm concerned about linebacker.
3: And- Miles Jack was better, though. Let's let's give him credit. He well, hadn't had a great season. He was much better.
4: The interception he had was outstanding. And I thought he ran to the football and played the run very well. I would agree with you, Pete. He is he played very well. I thought he played better last week. He had a bad game against the Panthers. And I think he's you know, recognizing he's playing better and he played really good yesterday. And we need that out of him because he's one of the best players on this defense. And, you know, you lost twenty, who was probably your second best player on defense. And so you got to make up for it. All right, guys, let's come back. We'll uh, delve into the offense a little
2: bit more. Good. When we return, defensive talk still to come. We've got social media questions in the second hour, right up your alley. When am I going to be able
4: to share my thoughts about twenty?
2: Well, you can do it anytime you want, but we we have it.
4: Let's let's hold off. You tell me when.
2: Five o'clock
4: sharp. I I don't know
3: if I can wait that long.
4: Start of the second. Can't wait that
3: long. He's chopping at the bit.
4: I got. I got. I just got things to share. I say we do it after the offense. Okay, but
2: you're the boss. It's your show. I mean, you're, you're it's the, the producer. The, I mean, you're on the wall, so you
4: tell us. It's the JP Shadrick show. No, 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 that's incorrect. Well, that's what
2: this Doug is. Mor- Tony Baselli's no. world. We're all living in it. From what I heard, the head coach said Thursday night is the well, JP Shadrick show. This ain't Thursday, is it? Yeah. Well, I and just that ain't my show either. Well, that's not what he said. We saying. got enough of me around here. Well, there's uh, no <laughs> doubt about <laughs> it's that. Jaguars. Happy Most Hour people would agree. Presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
6: The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It To The House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle.
1: Hi, folks. Frank Fransi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's
7: today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working.
6: Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details.
8: Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles in operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments.
6: For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will
7: find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget.
9: I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. Uh, It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing.
7: You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price.
9: Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great?
6: I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations, or visit Florindecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA
9: Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise and competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
10: Off season, uh, I took a lot of time working on myself. You know, like I said, without God, I wouldn't be where I'm at, number one. You know, I had a, a tough season. Uh, off season until I got arrested uh, things like that that I had occurred and uh just like I say you gotta find ways to get past a lot of the negatives turn to positives or even the beginning of the season uh, the first three games was is uh, in a slump for me you know what I mean so I took the time out just to give with the whole line uh, Thursdays Fridays whatever the case may be uh, just try to develop a better relationship you know me understanding those guys them understanding me. And uh, just where we come from. You know, a lot of people raise different, uh, come from different backgrounds. So, it's always good to get to get to know each other more.
2: That's Leonard Fournette in the locker room yesterday. Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, continues. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco, and uh, Leonard Fournette had another nice day at the office yesterday.
4: So, listen, I've been critical of Leonard Fournette the last – So have I. Last year. A lot of people have. Very critical last year. Um for a lot of, you know, how he played at times, his off the field, his, you know, his seriousness of how he approached the game. I mean, and I, I don't apologize for it, but at the same time, let me tell you something. I've been more impressed. I can't think of how many guys I've been this impressed with who have come and have the humility and the honesty of with themselves to say, hey, listen, I need to make some changes. And not only the ability to have that type of self-awareness, which is, rare in today's world for anybody, forget professional athletes, but to have the self-awareness and then to go do something about it. I mean, the guy is – he has done everything you can ask. Last year he had the C on his shirt. He should not have. This year he should in the sense of how, who he is as an individual, how he a teammate, his work ethic, um, his play. I love it because I think he's, he's being the back he is, which is a big power back with speed. And when he plays the type of football that who he is, which is fabulous, he may, he's one of the better rushers in the NFL, proven by the numbers, and he is an effective weapon for this football team and makes this team better. Because and not only is he a power back, but he's a power back with hands out of the backfield, which is rare. He has the ability to do both. And I cannot say enough good things about him. And uh, kudos to Leonard Fournette. He is, he is exactly what you want in a football player. And I would not have said that last year.
3: I agree with you 100%. You know me, Tony. I've been one of his biggest critics, and not just for on the field but off the field. And uh, this is one of the great transformations that you'll see. And we've seen this happen with guys before. A little immature early in their career. They realize what they're doing and they change what they do. Give him a lot of credit. He's still not great when he bounces outside. He never will be. But when he goes north and south, he's a good runner. I, one thing I didn't like yesterday, on third and one, he's got to turn that inside and not go out of bounds and try and get the first down
4: there. So two things. It's funny you say that. I actually said that on yeah, the you, radio. You absolutely did. Yep. I mean, I called it. Because he like, – I'm actually fine at times when he runs out of bounds. Like, if, Right. Like if it's – if it's the difference between a 15-yard run and a 16-yard run to take some of the wear and tear off of them in a long season, fine. Correct. Run out of bounds. But if it's the difference from third and one or first down, you have to get that first down.
3: I agree. Because I agree. the
4: next play, they got stopped, and they had to go for them fourth and one. Correct. And, and so I agree. I, 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 that's, I mean, listen, he, maybe he didn't know where he was. I don't know what it was because – in the past, this year, when he needed to, he has stayed in bounds. And when he hasn't, he's gone out of bounds. So, I think he's had good judgment. He did not there. Right. The other thing that I'll say, Pete, is I agree with you. He is better north and south between the tackles. And if he bounces it, bounce it one gap. He had one of the better runs. It was He cuts it back. It's inside zone. Cut it back. And Sean Williams is sitting there as the unblocked safety at about three yards. He put a move on him and almost broke Sean Williams' ankles and turned it into a 15-yard game. That right there, and it wasn't, it wasn't Fred Taylor or McCaffrey or, you know, that type of – but it was the power and the fear of getting run over and a jab step, and it was over. And like we're that, showing it right, right there. I mean, that's a great move. That's the type of back he is is when he gets going downhill and that little jab and subtleness – to force a guy to respect his power and that's how he makes people miss. And I'm with you. I can't say enough good things about him. He is and I've talked to coaches here. They rave about who he is, his work ethic, and the other thing they're saying is he's as good as you can ask for in the blitz
3: pickup. That he
4: is really and really he's blocking well in
3: the locker room, Tony. And the other part of that is He's been very – everybody – all the guys I talked to in the media say he's been fantastic with the media this year. Yeah, and I like to – he's been great. Maybe
4: I misread some of his tweets, but I like some of the jabs he's taken in some of his tweets.
3: <laughs> I enjoy that. I think I think it's one of the – it really is a transformation of a football player. It's a maturation of a kid. That's what that is. I
4: mean, not that he cares, but he drove me crazy last year. Like oh, I, yeah. I, he really bothered me as a – like of how he represented himself and the team and everything else and what – and, like, he's the complete opposite. He's, like, one of my favorite guys to watch and just see how he handles himself.
3: I mean, it's, You can see he loves it again, right? Like, like, you, he, that's what you can see. He like loves I, it again.
4: Because, like, last year you, I would have said he's a guy who likes being a football player because of what it brings to him. Correct. I didn't think he loved ball. Now I would say I think Leonard Fournette loves football. Like, he loves ball. Like, he wants to be good. Like, he wants to try to be great.
3: Two different things. and he's, What is he, leading the AFC in rushing, right?
4: Yes. I think he's leading the NFL. He's second behind oh. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, okay. But it's like 10 yards or something. How about this draft class, though? You talk about some great backs in one draft class. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon, who led the league in uh, rushing last year, uh, uh, Alvin Kamara, and Kareem Hunt, who was the best of them all as a rookie. And if he doesn't get in trouble for the domestic, and Philip
3: Philip Lindsay was in that class. wasn't No, Philip Lindsay. Was, no, no uh, that's right. He was last there's, year. There's a couple other guys too. But that's six. Jordan Howard, I think, was in that class.
4: Uh, well, I thought he was one year before.
3: Maybe I'll, I'll look. What, but my point is, two. five or six backs as good as you want right now. Hmm.
4: Really good players.
2: Hmm. And and Pete still wouldn't take one in the top ten.
3: Uh, I might take an airback in the top ten. Would you take McCaffrey in the top ten? I'd think about it because he's an airback, but probably not. I think the they're, the life it's it's too short, Tony.
4: Jordan Howard was the year before,
3: twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was. It's yeah. too it's too short. The life expectancy's too short.
4: I don't know. Those five guys I just mentioned are all pretty good. And I think if you all if you redrafted, they all be in the top twenty. Cause here's the oh, they're, thing, Pete, this they're is good. What, You know, what would be interesting to go back, and we're not going to do it because we don't have time right now. So I just mentioned Fournette, McCaffrey, Cook, Kareem Hunt, and Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. Six. Marlon Mack was in
3: that class too. Marlon
4: Mack, seven guys, seven backs. If you went and redrafted the entire first two rounds, or let's say the first round, how many of the guys that were taken in the first round, now remember Fournette and McCaffrey already were, so there's five other guys. Of those five, I gotta believe there's five players that would got kicked out of the first round that you'd rather have those backs than what they have right now.
3: Where, by the way, we're missing a few: Jamal Williams from the Packers, Aaron Jones from the Packers. Aaron Jones. I mean, they wow, got. Man. I mean, it was a great Tariq, running. Tariq 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 Cohen
4: for the Bears. Another really James, good player,
3: James Connor.
4: James Connor. How do we forget that? him?
3: I mean, <laughs> wow! It's
4: one of the better. Wow. Maybe the one of the best running back drafts as far as depth.
3: Depth, it's great. There's, I mean, how many stars are there, though, right uh-huh. now?
2: And how much longevity Okay, I'll there
4: say there? There's, there's four stars for sure. Well. Kamara, okay. star. Kamara's a star.
3: McCaffrey, McCaffrey's star. McCaffrey's
4: a star. Dalvin Cook, star. Lenny Fournette, star. He's on the star. Field. He
3: has, He's only done it for a little period of time, though. Well, injury, fair enough.
4: Dalvin's been hurt. I can't right. argue.
3: But he's, so leading, Leonard.
4: he's leading the league in rushing right now.
3: That's true. Uh, yeah, he's been great.
4: pretty interesting. I don't know. It really is. One of the
3: best. It's a deep. The class is deep, deep,
4: though. A lot of really good players there. And I'm. let's go back to Leonard because we're talking running backs. I'm happy for him, too. I mean, I love it. As a former player, I love when a guy gets it. Because it's hard. And you hate to see a guy as talented as Leonard Fournette not get it and kind of flounder around last year and had issues off the field and it's just, uh, just a bad year.
3: Do you I think, remember any players you played with that changed like that?
4: Not like this, man. I'm telling you. It's like, I think we forget the conversation that we had on this show between me, you, and Jeff, JP, mm-hmm. was like, do you trade Leonard Fournette like, after the end of him sitting? Like, let's, let's draw the picture of him sitting at the end of the bench for the entire game. With uh, with T J. Yeldon with T J. Yeah, Yeldon yeah. when the team's playing and sitting there like like pouting like week, week like, seventeen like absolutely. out of protest yeah. well although, that was that was the final picture we had and there was conversations like is
3: this a guy you want on your team they, well, they were having those conversations they so were they met change, with them if he doesn't change he goes
4: they were met they met with them
3: yeah i am you
4: if he doesn't change. He goes. There was talk about, I mean, now we, don't, we can't confirm these talks, but we, we talked about it, is voiding the guarantees because of suspensions and and all this stuff. Like, this was a guy that you we talked about not wanting here. And now, I can't imagine having a conversation. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. He's one of the best teammates you have here. He's a leader, and he works his tail off. Like, that, Pete, I can't think of, and I'm sure there are other stories around the league that – of teams that have seen this, I've never seen this big a transformation in less than a year. We're talking no. nine months, guys. Correct. Oh, that. I mean, correct. We, had, so- we had the conversation in uh, fe- uh, January okay, and now it's October. That's nine months. In nine True. months, it, is, it mm-hmm. has done a
3: 180-degree turn. And, and Tony, if it wasn't for Minshew Mania and the Ramsey crap, it would be the biggest story, story. By far. Yeah. And here's the great thing
4: which says even more to, about him to me, he's not clamoring for the attention. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's not like, hey, look at me. He's like, he just – and JP and I were talking about it. You talk about how he's in the locker room and with the media. He has thoughtful answers. Like, he's a team guy. Goes out with the offensive line, like trying to get better. I mean, I love it. I just think it's one of the coolest things that's happened around this team.
2: Let's keep him out there. Keep him on the field this keep year, too. Keep him He's running yeah, good. He had another good week. He really he's is. He really is. Everything's been good with Leonard I mean, He's Brent. on
4: pace to have about 1,700 yards, so that would be a pretty good year. That would
2: be a uh, franchise record year, yeah. in fact, yeah. if he got to that. Um, let's come back. We'll go on the defensive side again, touch on some of the things we didn't touch on earlier, and a little later we'll get into we Jalen Ramsey. Why? Um, I'm
3: ready for that. I'm ready for that.
2: Okay, well, uh, 5 o'clock. We'll do it. All right.
4: Top
3: of the
2: Five hour. o'clock. Top of the hour.
3: G-P-T's. It's It's right there.
2: That's what that is. Hey, coming up at Daly's Place, Bastille, October 26th. November 8th, Sting. A. And just announced today, December 15th, a meet and greece with Danny and Sandy. A night to remember with John Travolta and Olivia Newton John. Tony baselli will be first in line. Tickets at Daly'sPlace.com. Well, she's saying, let's get physical. Was that in Greece? No. I don't think so. Joe, you
4: remember that song, though, don't you? Joe remembers that song. Did you go to uh, the Zach Brown Band? I did. I was in uh, Denver doing the game. My wife went and said it was a great show. Very good show. That's what I heard. Very good show.
2: Back in a moment. Plenty to get to. Defense when we return. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
6: The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle.
11: Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large-format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Hi, folks. Frank Franja here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. Fifteen locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official
8: barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at
5: buyfordnow.com based on IHS market total vehicles in operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait, call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into GATE the day after every Jaguar's victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Go Jags. GATE, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida GATE locations. Limit one per customer.
1: The last series, we, we had uh, Wilson lining up at the Nickel Will,
2: J-Dub. You know what I'm saying? So we almost made a call. We're like, oh, doesn't know that call. The Nickel Will. But, no, I mean, I think it's, it's we feel fortunate to have someone like J-Dub, you know what I'm saying, that can do that. And then, obviously, I don't know if it was a turf or whatever whatever it was, but there was a lot of little things, you know, with our players. I don't know. They're all soft tissue stuff, you know, like uh, Quincy came back. uh It was uh, like a foot, a foot, you know, like, so I don't know what's going on. That's head coach Doug Marone yesterday. He had a conference call this afternoon and and reiterated that part about the turf and everything in Cincinnati yesterday. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vasselli in Jacksonville. Pete Prisco down in Fort Lauderdale.
3: Was it bad, the turf? Did it look
4: bad, Tony? Did you guys walk around on it at all? I walked around on it. It looked like field turf to me. But there was yeah. a, b- a bunch of weird injuries. Like, I mean, Doug's right. A Couple of ha- hamstrings, feet. I mean, just weird stuff piled up on him.
3: I don't know. It's t- no matter what that turf is, it's better than the old turf they used to have in Cincinnati. Back oh my in the day. gosh.
4: <laughs> like they have no idea what we used to play on. It was like
3: cement. It was like concrete. It was awful. Yeah. Josh Allen. That's when men were men, baby. <laughs> back in the day, when you didn't wear
11: <laughs> sleeves at nine degrees and you
2: played on AstroTurf with concrete below it. Yeah. Right. And leather right. helmets and the whole deal. Smelling salts. You look like you played in a leather helmet. Um, Josh <laughs> Allen. <an> <laughs> yeah, got him. Uh, Josh Allen had himself a sack yesterday.
4: Thanks. That's and- great.
2: It's three in a row. It's three, three in a row. row. He's got five for the season now, and the one yesterday was impressive. It wasn't even a game. It was just straight through the right tackle.
4: Yeah, I thought last yesterday's sack might have been his best as far as a pure rush. Got, it was a rip move and pressed with power, the tackle back into the lap of Andy Dalton that made the sack. I thought it was very impressive. Had some help because Andy Dalton could not step up. Because Is that
3: of, why the tackle got mad? Bobby Hart got mad after the sack. Watch him. Like he's angry at Andy Dalton for not stepping up, and Andy Dalton couldn't step up. There's nowhere
4: to go. There's nowhere to go because. Uh, but look player. at him,
3: Tony. Was that why you think? Well, Calais is, yeah, I
4: guess. But here's the thing: he was at eight or nine yards, so it wasn't like he was backing up. He just couldn't step up. How about not getting right. beat? You're on the edge, even if. I mean, even if he steps up a yard, Josh but Allen he's still, still makes reach out and grab. Yeah, he's still making that. That's a bad block by Bobby Hart. It's a great rush by Josh Allen. So, he's a good player. He's a, a physical. player. He, he is physical. He's only going to get
2: better, too. How many sacks will he end with this year, Pete?
4: Uh, I,
3: I thought what's before that? the season he'd get double digits. I think he's going to get that for sure. Don't you guys?
4: Um, Feels like it to me, right? What's he's the record? Eight and a half, nine? For a rookie? Yeah. Yeah, it's in that ballpark. He'll break the record.
2: Like the he rookie has- record.
4: He'll break the rookie record.
3: He, he might breaks. have a game where he gets like a couple of the bunches. You know, he's that kind of player.
4: I I think he's uh, he's a complete defensive end because he's so big and strong and he's he's a young guy. He's gonna figure it out too. I mean, he, he, remember he played stand up outside linebacker last year in college. So this is really, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first full year he's played with his hand in the ground. Yeah, wasn't he a stand up guy yeah, at Kentucky? They, they moved him around yes. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he did both at Kentucky, but yeah.
3: but. But he's a uh, he's a power power player for it, for I mean he can get after that bullrush guys too.
4: Yeah, I I like him. I the I thought the defense line it, it took a step in the right direction. I mean Clayes was good. Avery had a sack. Avery, but I, it was it was Yannick's best game as far as you could see him starting to feel more like himself. I mean he looked more explosive and. I agree. Come off the ball, and he won a bunch. He was was working
3: against a stiff. but that's
4: Fair enough. It was a bad player, but he he won easily, which is good.
3: He looked more
4: athletic. I agree. Yeah. So maybe the hamstring is 100% healed. It sounds like it was,
2: yeah. Um, As a team, the Jags had five tackles for loss in the game, five quarterback hits. That's good. um, Ten passes defense yesterday. They played
4: good defense.
3: Yeah. Dalton wasn't very good, but they played good. Ronnie Harris, I'm telling you, that was Ronnie Harrison's best activity-wise. He was very active, I thought. He made a couple plays in a run game at the line of scrimmage. Looked like a, a safety who could run on the pick. I mean, he was active to me. How about, how about
4: that Jaguars starting secondary? Three of them are undrafted free agents. Of the starters now. Three undrafted free agents: Gerald Wilson, AJ Boyer, and uh, Trey Herndon. All undrafted. That's right. Rookie free agents. Yep. Pretty amazing. Not crazy. Yep. And, now, and you're, Herndon, now you're now you're your Nickel grabs your, a little bit. Your, your nickel's a first does. rounder.
3: Right. And then, uh, but Herndon grabs a little bit, and he's feisty. He, he's going to end up being a pretty good player, I think.
4: Yeah, I mean he. He gets his hands a little wild at times. Got, yeah, got a, got a yeah. hands
3: to the face. But it's a work
2: in progress, man. He's an undrafted a young guy. rookie. What do you want? You no, know? he's a second-year player. Second, but he was undrafted. I mean,
4: yeah. No, it, it, trust me, I and mean, Pete will tell you. You look around the league. There's a lot of teams that would take Trey Herndon right now. The Eagles yes. would be like, "Hey, yeah. come. <laughs> you might be able to trade, you know, a, pick, a high pick for Trey Herndon. I mean, that's how." bad the Eagles are in AJ,
3: right AJ had a couple of rough moments on Sunday, but he's been pretty good this, the last three weeks. Yeah, we got away with
4: one on a little bit of a double move by Boyd that Dalton underthrew that if it's a good ball, it's probably might have been a touchdown.
3: Erickson got him a couple times too. Well, one uh, only once. It was the he out. got him twice and he missed him. Remember? Did not he miss it, him on one?
4: It was the out that he missed him, missed the tackle that got him down to the one. The other one was not AJ. It was a deep in route um They were playing cover four to the side. Miles, in, in a perfect world, would have str- uh, gotten width with them. But really, he ran all the way across the field, meaning the rush has to get there. It was one of the times that Andy Dalton had all day long. And that was the big place. But the one, the next two plays later was Erickson got uh it was a speed out, and boy, it was like it, second and 18 or something. Yeah, he missed the tackle. missed the yeah. tackle. Not good. Let's come back. We'll um, talk about the quarterback
2: position. How did Gardner Minshew do yesterday? Gardner Minshew. And And Nick Nick Foles. Foles. Did you guys watch him throw before
4: the
3: game? He's He's back.
2: He's going to be on the practice field this week doing some stuff. Did you answer the question, Tony? Did you see him throw before the game?
4: I didn't. I didn't watch.
2: That's great. Well, um, I could
4: lie. I didn't watch. I watched him jog afterwards with the ball, but I wasn't paying attention.
2: That'll tell you a whole lot.
4: If someone would have told me he was out there working out, I would have watched, but. Uh, I was. I think I was eating apple cobbler.
2: That's not shocking at all. Uh, prior to it each game, good. entertain guests apple in cobbler. air-conditioned suites at the Publix Ultimate Tailgate Party presented by Party Shack. They might play this song there. Visit jacksvillage.com and reserve your suite today. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
6: The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a Dreamfinders home. Lauren Brooks here letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any Dreamfinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your Dreamfinders home. Dreamfinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle.
2: Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daily's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the World's Nicest Food Truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daily's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daily's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daily's Food Truck is the World's Nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram.
0: Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com. And don't forget to follow on Facebook, where the roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's deliciously Duval. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit provenit.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity
9: jags fans tiaa bank is here to help you keep your money working hard week in and week out open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country to see how we can fit into your financial game plan visit a financial center near you or find us online at tiaabankcom jags tiaa bank is a division of tiaa FSB member fdic and the official bank of the jacksonville jaguars
12: This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top-deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the -the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com.
1: moved the
0: ball all day. Um, You know, I had had a bunch of yards, ran the ball really well, uh, controlled the clock, took care of the ball. Uh, So there's a lot of positive to take from it. Um, You know, we cleaned some things up in the red zone, and, you know, this had been a close game, you know. So so there's uh, stuff we can work on and stuff we're going to work on.
2: Gardner Minshew II wearing a Stars and Stripes headband and the Aviators in his hair at the podium after the Jaguars win in Cincinnati 27-17. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Frisco's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans. How did Gardner Minshew play for you yesterday? He won. He's 3 and 3 as a starter. How did he play for me? How did he play for you?
4: Uh, Above average. So I'll give him a B minus. Yeah, B Pete, what do you think?
3: B minus. B- How did he play? Yeah, you play you? and you know what's funny is like, when you watched it initially. I looked at it, and I said it wasn't great early on, and he kind of settled in. And then when I went back and watched it, he was a little bit better than I thought he was. Yeah. So I'll probably go B-minus as well. Or but maybe too- B. I'll give him a B. Yeah, actually,
4: that's why I said B or B-minus. I, I just remember a couple of passes
2: that could have been intercepted. There's
4: two, but one wasn't his fault. One was tipped. Okay. That, they're lucky because if the guy, if uh, Webb, catches it, it's a pick six probably. It's, that was the first series of the day. And then in the third quarter – there's one where from the looks of it, he thought Cole was gonna hook in. No. I'm sorry. Cole hooked in, turned in. He thought Cole was turning out. He threw it out. Cole went in and Webb again. Thankfully Webb can't catch a cold because <laughs> Webb again <laughs> dropped it. But we're so the first one right there, that might have been to house call. Yeah. And then there's one in the third or fourth quarter that Cole went one way. Gardner threw the other way. I don't know if that was Gardner's fault or if that's Cole's fault. That's a tough one. He was holding the ball a little bit in the early going, too. Well, because he had time. And he's trying right. to find stuff down the field. He, I was okay with but that.
3: You watch, the tape? You yeah, watch I watched, the tape?
4: Yeah, I watched the tape. They were not open early in the game? Uh, not right away. I think, I mean, he, he decided he was working, not always. That's the one right there. You're watching on jaguars.com. I mean, Webb cannot catch. He honestly can't catch. That's another house call. But did he look as jumpy as he had the last week or two? No, I don't think so. I thought he looked fine. He wasn't
3: pressured that much either, though.
4: I thought he looked fine. He had a couple big runs. Uh, He missed a touchdown to Chark because his arm
3: got hit. Um, Westbrook should have caught the touchdown in the end zone.
4: Which one was that, Pete?
3: On the roll, he was rolling to the right. He fired it into the back of the end zone. It went through his hands. Yeah. Then right Westbrook. after Westbrook made a big play, I think it was.
4: Yeah, the Westbrook made a huge play. He undercut the corner that I thought was going to be intercepted when it was when it was thrown. Oh, I'm like, oh no. If
3: you don't remember that one where he kind of was flushed to his right, it was on third down, I think, and they they settled for a field goal. I think it was he rolled to his right and he had him and he fired it to the back. It would have been a tough catch, but it went through his hands. So overall I thought Gardner, I mean, he's fine. I mean he was good. He I mean he winning football. Yes. Like Oh, Like, B, B-minus, good football. The touchdown pass, he kind of, like, tried to he d- tried to guide it in instead of throw it, though. He got away with that
4: one. Cole made a nice play to come back on it.
3: He really did. Well, yep. it
4: would have helped that we didn't – I mean, they had two free rushers coming at him. So, he's throwing he off still, his back – He still kind of
3: guided it, though.
4: No, I don't it. think so. He threw off his back foot trying to throw it to a spot because of the pressure in his face. If you look at it, there's two guys coming right at him at back. his ankles, and he's yeah. – He's just trying to throw it to a spot and let Cole run under it. It's exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah, Pete. You're wrong, Pete. Way to go. I didn't, uh,
5: I didn't think the
3: impression was that great on
11: him. Go look at
4: it, it was again, at Pete. his feet. They were all over him. There's two
3: guys. That's the ghost that goes to go to the
5: pylon.
4: No, he threw him open. That's a great throw. It goes to the – like, watch this, Pete, right here. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you're, if you're watching – it, if, if you're listening on the radio, there's two free guys coming, and one of them is hitting him in the ankles as he's trying to throw it. Am I missing something here, JP? No, I mean, he threw a touchdown pass. What else do you want? He threw it right to a spot and let Cole run underneath it. It's exactly what you're supposed to do. It's a team game, Pete. Gardner can't do everything. Speaking of a team game, (laughs) Nick Foles will be back on the practice field this week. Uh Uh-huh, yes. He'll he'll be cleared to return when they get back from London. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: During the bye week, Doug Marone said today he'll start doing some uh, some individual stuff, some seven on seven, some scout team, and then as they go, they'll progress. They have a little time, as you said, a few weeks to for so him to be ready. So he's the scout team quarterback when so Mitch is the starter. They're going to move him so as the weeks go
4: on.
3: Here, what do you guys? You get the impression he's coming back in, don't you? I don't know.
4: I don't. We had I had a long conversation with this with some people in the building, non non coaches. Um. Non-coaches. These were not coaches. Okay. Uh, just talking about it, and my comment was: You're only right if you're Doug Marone, if you beat the Colts. So if you go with Gardner Minshew and you win, you're right. If you go with Nick Foles and you win, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But if either quarterback goes in and the and you lose you're, that game, you're wrong.
3: You're wrong. That's what it comes down to. Um. Well, you got to get through the next two first. Hundred percent. If you don't get through the next two and you don't win the next two, then I think it's a decision you have to go back to Foles. Sure you do.
2: But if they come, if he, let's just say he plays well, better than average, the and they win the next two, and they're five and four going into the bye
4: week, then he's staying in. Okay, I'm going to push back. I'm not saying I disagree with you. Here's my pushback. If Nick Foles had been your quarterback. Are the outcomes of the Saints game and the Panthers game different? Jags didn't stop the run in Carolina. Okay,
3: Right. That's not going to change. Right.
4: So the Saints game, I think it does, and this is why. Because Gardner Minshew had never seen cover two. They're trying to make adjustments on the sideline. uh, Two-man, I should say. Or whatever. And uh, it was two-man. If you're an offensive coordinator and a quarterback coach and you have a veteran like Nick Foles who's seen everything – you can say, hey, what do you like? This is what we're going to go to. It's like this or that that you've done in the past. So there's like a something to draw on. And Gardner will have that one day, but he doesn't yet. Um, so is that game different?
3: I don't know. And you, it, but I think. Well, you could also say if they don't. If they don't go for two at Houston, maybe they win that game with Minshew, and he's the hero. You Correct. can say that could be different too.
4: hundred percent, Pete. He got him down the field. I think right. where you, I would go is this is going to be a gut call by Doug Marone. I really think that's it. And I think what got, if, if I'm the head coach, I look at the situation, I'm evaluating it and says, which guy gives me the best chance of winning? And that's who I'm going with. I'm not going to go just because one guy's hot. I'm not going to go just because I pay one guy more money.
3: Right, right. I, you I, can't, what about you can't go based on Minshew mania yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah,
4: I'm not going to Minshew mania. I'm not going because everyone's wearing jorts and with mustaches nowadays in Jacksonville. I'm not doing any of that. I think it comes down to, regardless of the record, Doug Marone and that staff getting together and saying, guys, what's our gut say? What gives us the best chance of winning? That's all that matters. And that's what you do. And right now, I don't know what the answer to that is.
3: Well, the other thing
4: is, how healthy will he be in three weeks? Well, the one thing I did say as I was talking today is what this does do, it allows you to be really patient and making sure Nick Foles is a 100% before he comes back. So I think it was, what, about five four years ago, Tony Romo had the broken clavicle. They tried to push him back as ASAP comes back and breaks it again on the first game. He comes back because he gets hit. So this allows you, because Gardner Mitchell's playing well, that even if you want to go back to Nick Foles, you can take your time and make sure he's 100%. But the more I look at this, guys, I don't think it's coming down to a record.
3: I don't. I think it's coming down. Well, if down he doesn't to... win the next two, if he doesn't win the next two, he has no chance to be the
4: guy. Fair enough. I think if, if I'm the head coach, it's coming down to – if. Who do I think gives us the best chance of winning? I'm assuming they're gonna be five and four. I think I have them beating the Jets. I have and them winning beating, in London. I think they'll win in London. I think they're five and four at the break. At that point, I think if I was the head coach, I'd get my staff and, and I would ask that question. Who do you guys think gives us the best chance to get to get ten or eleven wins? Well, who does, Tony? I don't know yet, Pete. That's a great. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know yet either. Yeah, well, got to play it out. I right? want to see. I, I mean, I don't think we're gonna know because I want to see what he looks like in practice, and we're, he, we don't. We we don't get but I, to practice. Let's
3: just say he's healthy after the Texans game. I think. Same it's, guy, I, I honestly they go think. Back
4: to him. I actually think it's Nick Foles.
3: I do too. They go back to
4: him. I mean, this is a guy. Guess I, what?
2: He's I, been pretty good coming off the bench late in seasons too. I love Gardner Minshew,
4: and I actually think Gardner Minshew has a better-than-not chance of being the franchise quarterback long-term of this organization. I really believe that. But let's not forget Nick Foles is a guy who's taken a team to a Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl and has been the MVP of the Super Bowl. This is not just a journeyman guy that's never played in big games and won big games. I mean, this guy's done it, and you got to remember what if,
3: that. What if Minshew throws for 430 and three one week and 330 and three and wins a shootout against the Texans? Then what?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs>
3: that makes it a harder
4: conversation, that's for sure. Right, right. I, but uh, the longer I go through this season, I think Gardner Minshew is going to be the franchise quarterback of this wow. team for a long time. Can you
2: imagine saying that in July?
3: No. One thing before we go to break, we can yes. talk about it afterwards. The receivers are now threats across the board.
4: I like it. Receiver talk. We're coming back. What are we talking about at the top, boys? Jalen Ramsey. We're going 20, and I got some comments I'd like to share.
2: Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
13: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro-distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free. Crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's handmade vodka,
6: crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear... The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At Vistar, we believe in
7: better, and that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952, a smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join Vistar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
5: Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000
14: attention jags fans this is your chance for you and three of your friends to fly to atlanta to see the jaguars take on the atlanta falcons december 22nd all you have to do is download the free money pages app today and you can enter to win airfare hotel stay and tickets to the big game all covered the savings don't stop there when you download the free money pages mobile app you'll unlock great local savings on the go so it's simple pick up your phone go to the app store and search for the free money pages app Good luck and go Jaguar!
6: For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor &
7: Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget.
10: I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We
1: came
9: in under budget. Way under budget. budget.
7: It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for
6: an amazing price.
9: Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great?
6: I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? (laughs) Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit FloorAndDecor.com.
2: Welcome back. It's the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shatterick, Tony Vaselli in Jacksonville, Pete Prisco, CBS Sports Senior Writer in Fort Lauderdale, recapping a 27-17 Jaguars win over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Jaguars are now 3-4. and four. They're third place in the AFC South, and they may have hit a turning point in the 2019 season with yesterday's win and then this week against the Jets. If they can get back to 500. Then it's on to London to face the division rival Houston, Texas, a team... He lost two by two inches down in Houston earlier in the season. If they no, get they lost you in- by
0: a bad call.
2: Or by two inches. They were short. Either way, keep going. Either way, they'll go into the bye week. They'll have the quarterback questions up in the air after that. The defense got some takeaways yesterday. They're feeling pretty confident about where they are right now. There were some offensive issues, of course. The goal-to-go situations, the... Third downs, terrible field position early in the game, but they overcame it and got the win yesterday. We'll see what the Jags can do this week against the New York Jets. We'll find out tonight what the Jets can do against the New England Patriots. We'll pick that game coming up for Monday Night Football. We'll recap all the games around the NFL in week number seven. That's coming up a little later. Your social media questions as well. The biggest national news around the Jaguars this week, though, did not involve the football game. It was Jalen Ramsey traded to the Los Angeles Rams for draft picks, a first-rounder next year, a first-rounder in 2021, and a fourth-rounder that year as well. Uh, Jalen Ramsey played for the Rams yesterday against the Atlanta Falcons, but before that game, he had a sit-down interview with ESPN. We have a snippet of it here.
8: Not going to voluntary workouts. I was, uh, was talked bad about uh, mm-hmm. by, by some guys in the front office mm-hmm. to the media. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it was local media, national media, it didn't matter to them. I was talked bad about it. I was basically portrayed, um, I guess you could say, as a bum, to be honest. Uh, A guy, I was portrayed as a guy who didn't work hard. A guy who, oh, he was just giving everything. That's why he's not here working hard. He's probably just chilling. He's, you know, uh, not doing anything. He needs to be here, blah, 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 whatever the case, whatever was said was said. Mm -hmm. And um, that rubbed me the wrong way. That that definitely rubbed me the wrong way because that's not who I am, first of all. And then when I did get back uh, for the mandatory stuff and everything else, there was never a conversation uh, with me. I was never pulled in uh, to a meeting, never called for a meeting or anything so they could explain uh, why they would say such things or uh, their views on things, never.
2: That's Jalen Ramsey courtesy ESPN on the interview that aired on NFL Countdown on Sunday. Give me a, give me a the break. full interview is over 20 minutes long, guys. Yeah. First of all, I, let's just I watched
3: it all. Did you watch the entire?
4: No, I refused yeah, okay. to. I'm not going to watch that junk because nothing no real answers are, no real questions are asked number 1. And then the giggling and laughing show with Deion Sanders, who I have immense respect for, one of the great players that's ever played the game. But the little laughing and joking, hee hee ha-ha-ha, joking around of, you know, faking an injury and how he's Mr. Miyagi healed his back is absolutely a joke and embarrassing to me. But for him to say what he just said is not accurate. I was here when the pre- the whole thing is around Tom Coughlin at the State of the Union all that was ever said about Jalen Ramsey in this offseason was that him and – he didn't even mention him by name, by the way – that everyone's here but two players and they should be here. That was it. That was the length of the uh, – which, by the way, the NFLPA, rightfully so, got after Tom Coughlin. He shouldn't say that, according to the CBA. But he, can't,
3: he can't say
4: that. He can't, but no one called Jalen a bum. In fact, on this air, we defended Jalen's right not to be there. Instead, he's always come in healthy. He's always come in, in good shape. He's always been, you know, um, a professional about how he uh, stays in shape and takes care of his body. No one in this organization, to my knowledge, and it never happened publicly, JP, you're at all the press conferences, mm-hmm. called Jalen Ramsey a bum. I do not remember Or questioned his work ethic or anything else. Correct. Around not being here for voluntary days. Oh, he
3: manufactured that.
4: That is a complete manufacture and it's a flat out misrepresentation uh, that nobody called him on. Second, the question that should have been asked in that interview by Ryan Clark, who does a great job on ESPN, but I would like a, like a media person. Maybe like Pete, maybe you or somebody else, or if Ryan Clark wants to do it, but maybe someone should write this story and ask the question. Because here's what people want to know. Jalen, are you okay with faking a back injury to demand and get a trade out of Jacksonville? Because let's just call it what it is. That's what he did. He went from not being able to play at all, unable to practice full or Play a game to flying across the country. By the way, if you have a bad back, is not good for you. Twice, but the day and the day that he flies across the country, the next day be on the practice field, full practice, no limitation, and play on a game Sunday. Yeah,
2: in Atlanta, by the way. So he flew and twice go, and
4: went back to Atlanta. So I, my question to be because he basically admitted it in his la- ha ha giggle little laugh attack with Dion about the mockery he made of this game. And what his contract says to play the game that you're paid for, which he was paid to play, and that he didn't do it. So the question should be asked Jalen, are you okay with faking an injury to get out of a contract and get traded? Are you okay that your teammates, who, by the way, you said earlier that you were going to give it your all for your teammates and you loved your teammates and you're going to give it all to your fans in the city of Jacksonville as long as you're here? Are you okay with lying to them? and not doing that well they knew they well, figured they, it but, out but Pete, why does no one ask that
3: good question what, what, what they but his you're national figured why don't you out. write
4: a story why don't you call him up and say yeah i want to do a story on what does it mean today that as a player you're okay of taking money and faking an injury to get traded
3: hey i'd love to
4: okay I, I think That's i think it'd be a good ride i think it'd be a good article i'm curious and
3: he, uh, by, and the, by way, the way,
4: Jalen, could you please tell us where anyone in this organization, anybody in this organization said you were a bum? Nobody. Okay. He hey, uh, here's the next question. Jalen, you talk about respect and that you were disrespectful. Fair enough. We weren't in that meeting. Maybe you were. Was it disrespectful for you to grab the coach and to uh, have an altercation like that to your head coach, is that disrespectful? Because you talk about respect, but were you given respect? Those are the questions I want to ask. Because those are real questions, not this giggling. <laughs> I'm a victim. No, I was treated poorly. Oh, so I got this ink. Mr. Miyagi healed my back. What a joke. It's, a fraud. it's, it's, it's embarrassing to me as, a, as an ex-player that this, go, that this has happened. Because there was a day that you played the game if you could. If you were cleared to play, you played. And he supposedly has been cleared to play. The word I hear,
3: I can't, I mean, I, I, it, whether it's the I heard, word. If I heard, A, I heard he was cleared to play. B, I heard that his teammates tolerated him for the first week, tired of him the second week, and were all out in the third week because they were humping it and practicing and playing, and they saw him standing over there. And they got tired of him, and that was one of the last straws for this entire thing.
4: Well, I mean, Pete, well, how else do you explain the moment he's traded, he's healthy enough to practice and play?
3: Yeah, good the moment—that's
4: what I want. So it's I'd a like, miracle.
3: It's a miracle.
4: So, but why does no one ask him that? Why, like ESPN, should be ashamed of themselves to do a thirty-minute interview and not ask that question?
2: Or well, they wouldn't have gotten an interview if they knew that question was coming. Ask
3: the question. It's embarrassing. You know, the whole thing. You know what? But where did it where did the I want to know who in the front office beside Tom said anything against him anywhere?
4: I want to know where publicly anyone's ever said anything against him. Like what happened in their little meeting, I have no idea. I wasn't there. But frankly, I don't really care. Because Jalen, if you want to talk about respect, there's respect for the game. In my book, you don't give it if, you're not, if, you, if you are not injured and you're not playing. There's respect for your coaches. And I didn't see respect on the sideline to head, the head coach. There's respect for your teammates. So, like, you want to talk respect, let's go down the list of respect. Because, I I mean, he's a, listen, he's a fabulous player when he plays. And I, and I had always said that I respected Jalen because he played and he was tough and he played through injuries and he played hurt. I can't say that anymore. He jaked the system. Let's be real about
3: it. You want to put it out there, that's what he did. That's what I saw. By the way, a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, the other, He kept saying front office. We know it's Coughlin. Somebody else is involved in that. I don't think it's Dave Caldwell. So who is it, John Idzig? I have no idea. Somebody, those are two people he didn't respect, supposedly, in that room. The other two he did. He said he respected Shad and Tony. So it's, he did it's, say that. The only other people that I understand in that room were Shad, Tony, Dave, and Tom. Well, then it's Dave then. But, and here's the other thing. We're going to criticize Jalen for doing his interviews. We're going to criticize the organization for not doing one. Tom Coughlin should come out, should have come out, stood at the podium, and answered questions. And That's fair. They put, they put Doug Marone in a terrible spot. Terrible spot. Uh, that's a and, fair and, comment. And, and if I was standing in front of Tom Coffin, I'd tell him the same thing I used to tell him all the time when stuff went down. Tom, the smartest thing you could do is address it, and it goes away. If you don't address it, now anytime anybody wants to grab you, they're going to pester you and try and get something out of you because you never addressed it. All you had to do was address the issue, and it goes away. Then address it. Still festering.
4: I, I, I'm not going to argue that with you. It's a fair point. But the, the the whole thing of the this guy did two interviews yesterday and no one asked him the question of like how in like good conscience can you say you're hurt when you're not when you're getting paid to play a game and you don't show up for your teammates or the organization or the fans who pay for it and you're healthy enough to play.
3: That's why his teammates turned on him. But I don't understand how I mean like there should be like I like
4: Players all the time file grievances, rightfully so, against organizations when they get the raw end of the deal. i file a grievance against Jalen for, you know, not playing when you can.
2: Two-way street, huh?
4: I, I, like, I hear about respect and all this stuff, and I'm just tired of it. Like, I'll be honest with you, good riddance.
3: Good luck in L.A., man. How,
4: do you play,
2: how did he play yesterday, Pete?
3: He gave up four completions to Julio Jones in about 17 plays. It wasn't great. Yeah, He looked rusty. Uh, it was not good. I mean, it was okay. There were moments and he was talking, you know, he was trash talking to Julio. And Julio Jones says nothing, by the way, on the field. He got under his skin to the point Julio said a few things. So, look, he was okay. He doesn't know the defense. So he was limited in what he could do. Did some good things, did some bad things. Well, I, I'm
4: just glad that his back has been miraculously healed by Mr. Miyagi. That was his quote, by the way. Uh, isn't that what he said? Yep. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi. I Don't even know what that means? It's a mockery, in my book. He's. You uh, ever he, seen the Karate Kid? I have. I know exactly. Okay, good. What it
3: it's a mockery. See, to here's the thing, Tony, about that interview. He kept saying they didn't. Re, they question him being out. of – Nobody ever questioned his work ethic. Ever. Or him being out of shape.
4: He made that it, up, Pete. It's not even true. He is. He is fabricating right. a story. Want
3: him there? You bet he did.
4: He's fabricating a story like he fabricated a, a, a reason he couldn't play to get out of here. He, it's all make-believe. It's not reality. And somebody and here's the thing. Nobody called him on it. Nobody.
3: They got a great, got a great haul for him. I'll tell you that. You get two first-round picks and a fourth, that's a haul. Uh, I, I would take it all day long.
4: But, Pete, here's my question to the national media. This is a national story, and nobody, nobody has asked them the question. Nobody has called them on this made-up story
2: because they, know your records? How hurt are you? because they know they'll never get an interview again from him. Who cares? Who cares? I know. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. That's I'm challenging
4: Pete Presco to make do the interview. Oh yeah, Pete, do it. I would pay money.
3: Pete, get to L.A. I would
4: love to. I
2: would I, love
3: to do it. He dodged me one time in the off season, so I, I, I would
4: pay. I it would be. I would. I would pay fifty dollars pay per view to see a thirty minute interview with Pete Presco sitting out. Jan Ramsey.
2: I'm sure you wouldn't be the only one.
3: Oh, that'd be fun. I'd pepper him. He never talked to me again. You know that. <laughs> do you care? <laughs> no, I mean, like in that interview, you got to who you. To, why didn't Ryan Clark ask him who he was talking about? Name the names. We you know have who to, it was, but say it.
4: And I, I don't want to rip Ryan Clark because I actually think he does a great job as an I analyst on ESPN. But he, that's a media, that's a journalist job. There, that should be a journalist, a journalist interviewing him, asking. Like, I think I'm a good analyst, but I'm not. Like, that wouldn't be a good role for me. That's not my job. That's not my expertise. I do interviews at the Super Bowl for Westwood One. I joke all the time, like, is there anybody else we can find to do this? (laughs) And now I've gotten better, but I'm not a natural interviewer. That's like, but like, that's what Pete and you, JP, I mean, you guys like, like journalists do that. Right. And like, that should be like, Ryan Clark is outstanding at what he does in ESPN. He is really good, really
3: talented on camera, but that's not his role. No, been- Tony, I think that interview, sometimes you got to also know this. There are interviews that are set up that you just want to get the guy on camera, and his representatives tell you, do not ask this question. Well, then, then if I will refuse to do those interviews. If
4: you're ESPN, then you don't do the interview. You're supposed That's to be. That's what I
3: do. I've, I have, in the past, I've gotten calls from guys and said, look, you can't address this. And I said, well, good. I'm not going to do the interview then. I won't do it. If, you, if I can't ask you those questions, I'm not doing the interview. What that it, makes it a puff piece for you.
2: Yeah, you don't need the clicks And what, what you're and saying. And by the way,
4: what
3: ESPN should have said,
4: fine, okay, I can't ask these questions, then you can't make up stuff. You can't make no, up stuff. i got not going to do
3: it. I we're agree. not going to do it.
2: Let's come back. Uh, social media questions.
4: By the way, that'll be the last time I ever talk about 20. Hey, I'm done.
3: Bye-bye. Are you going to break? What's the feeling in Jacksonville? Are they relieved he's gone? Ah. Uh,
4: Yeah, I think
2: after the the last few days or so, I think it's it's turned. I'm glad it's over. It's turned. I think there were some people still on Jalen's bandwagon until all that stuff over the weekend, honestly. But uh, that's just the feel I have looking online and all that. I'm
4: sure there's some that are just so happy that he miraculously healed.
2: Let's come back. We'll uh, get social media questions when we return. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on, on the Jaguars Digital Network.
13: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
2: Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. You
8: say no we
5: say way no way no way. hey jags fans come cool off with no way Wednesdays at gate every Wednesday during jag season come fill up an eight ounce cup with your favorite yobi frozen yogurt and all the tasty toppings you crave for 3.99 enjoy this low calorie refreshing frozen yogurt treat and top it off with fresh fruit sprinkles and other fun toppings available at participating gate locations gate serving up more for Jags
12: fans This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top-deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com.
14: Since its founding in 1998, the Hanania Automotive Group has been putting Jacksonville first by caring about the community, giving to charities like Canines for Warriors, the USO, and more caring about customers, giving you the best service, selection, and value, and by caring about the economy, providing over 1,000 local jobs and growing. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making Hanania the largest auto group in Northeast Florida. We'll always be here. We'll always care. Visit Hananiaautos.com.
9: Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams do Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank.
10: I think the guys, you know, uh, sometimes I think uh, we made up our minds collectively as a group, offense, defense, uh, every player. let's come out and fight, you know, uh, as long as we give it our best at the end of the day, uh, the outcome is going to depend on us. You know, uh, I believe, and you know, that's how I was taught, we should never quit. I mean, no matter what it is or how hard it is, you know, you got to keep pushing, and keep fighting. So I think a lot of us guys got here by fighting, pushing, you know, even high school, college. Um, they're kind of getting that demeanor back that they had to grind, the grit, uh, to get where we're at. And uh, I'm proud of the team. Leonard Fournette in the locker room in
2: Cincinnati yesterday. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Jags win in Cincinnati. They're now three and four. The Jets come to town Sunday. And the Jags head to London next week. Time now for Tony Baselli's favorite segment of each Monday evening, social media questions.
3: Yes. Fire
2: them up. Tony, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. First question from at St. John's Jag. Does this roster have what it takes to realistically win the division? If not, what changes can or would owner slash EVP
4: slash Coach
2: Baselli make?
4: Um, What would I do to get this team to compete for the division? I think they can compete as is right now. I think they have, you think they are. Yeah, I think that I think they will. I think they're going to win this week. I think they're going to be Houston. I think they're going to be five and four. They're to play the Colts. I think that Colts game will be huge after the bye week, and I love that it's after the bye week. Um, I think this right now this team can and will compete for the
3: AFC South. I tend to agree with you.
4: So, but, but is there anything that
3: you would do to make the team better?
4: Oh, well, I mean, I'd like, uh, I think you need a playmaker at tight end would be great. Yeah, yeah, so there's look. none out there. It's a thin position. That's my point. So, okay.
3: like, um, would obviously you deal dare- the injuries with
4: the uh, yeah. linebacker, more linebackers right now? But
3: would
2: you make a deal before the deadline for a tight end?
4: Um, what's it going to cost me, and who is it? Well, what are
2: you when you're
3: getting? There aren't any out there. The whole league is. There's a. There's a there aren't
2: any. You, if look you at you got
3: league, them, the tight ends in this league.
2: And if you got them, they ain't going to give them
3: up. Like well, I the mean, t- the Titans just locked Delaney Walker again with an ankle injury. Now they got to play Jonu Smith. I mean, there aren't any tight ends now. I mean, could you go to the Eagles and say they got
4: Dallas Goddard and, and they're not the, going? What are you going to Z- give up for that? And Zach Ertz and you Did you say, give out one of the first round
2: picks he just gave or no? Yeah, I mean, I mean,
4: do
3: you
2: do
4: that? I wouldn't do that. It's I wouldn't do doing it. that, No,
3: I wouldn't do it. But I mean, but, but to, that's but my Josh I, I, Oliver played twenty seven snaps. Tony, what'd you see? That you don't have a tight end. So was he bad? Did he not block? Did he try? Did he not get open? I think he looked very rusty.
4: He's never played a scrimmage. That's, yeah, I'm not. Nothing. I'm not making a judgment of Josh Oliver long term, yes. just for this game. Like he has no experience. He looked like he was tentative in the sense of like not opening it up. So he didn't look. He didn't play fast. I mean, this is a team that. I mean the. Uh, the James O'Shaughnessy injury hurts. He was playing good. And like, he understood the system. He, he understood like what he was good at. He was a good special teams player. No swaying with the concussion. Hopefully you get him back. But it's a thin group right now, and you can see it. Limit, it does limit you as a play call.
2: Sure. That leads us to our next social media question from at Kronk Ross. Uh, is DeFilippo shrinking the playbook because of the stash? Goal line play was awful compared to Saints play with Hill. Two, did the Jags overpay in too soon for Miles Jack? He seems to make two or three really bad errors a game. The New England model hashtag there. Well, Miles had a great game yesterday, I thought.
4: So a good say, game. A good let, game. Let's yeah. knock number two out. Did they overpay too soon? Um, Maybe. I'll t- I'll t- I don't know. I'll tell you at the end of the year. It's, it's early. Um, well, he hasn't played
3: up to it yet.
4: And one is, was shrink- no, I don't think he's shrinking the playbook. I mean, you talk about the Taysom Hill play with New England. Or uh, New, oh, Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans. Sorry, New Orleans. Like we don't have Taysom Hill on this roster. Like Taysom Hill is a four-four. Nobody does except New Orleans. Like, like physical play, special team quarterback. He's a gimmick. Like Gardner Minshew is a drop back quarterback, so you're not going to run a but Taysom Hill. They're pill- talking about. Play. They're talking
3: about Taysom Hill playing wide receiver. He caught a touchdown pass yesterday. Yeah. Creativity. Then they ran a play where they handed off the Zach Line, the fullback. And he pitched it to Taysom Hill that's right. and an that. option. I mean, things like that.
2: Well, that's things they can do there because of Taysom Hill. I mean, it's a different. Wait, skill I think set.
3: what he's saying is, when they got down to the goal line down there, can they do anything to get more creative than just line up and try and power in Leonard Fournette? I think that's what he's asking.
4: Well, they tried to th- They threw it down it would, there. It would help if they had a tight end right about then, right? I
3: mean, tight, ends, a, are, tight ends are tight are huge. Tight ends get at- blocked too. Tight ends yeah, and, they're,
4: good and they're also huge and like big targets in the red zone, right in the back of the end zone, in the middle, whatever. So, uh, sure. it's mean, like, there? Yeah, I think. I mean,
3: but, I think, but I, was there any doubt, Tony, that they were running Fournette from the one-yard line? There was not, right? I would have done it too. I would have just done it from the eye.
4: But that's neither here nor there. Now, uh, the bottom line is John Filippo, I'm sure he would tell you that there's he probably should do things differently when it doesn't work. But I've also seen all these gimmick plays before. Like when they don't work, I'll give you a perfect example. The Thursday night game, uh, Panthers versus Buccaneers. The Panthers have a chance to go win it at the end, and they do a Philly special type of play and try to trick everybody and give it to McCaffrey, and he gets stopped. And the comments there were, why not just run power football (laughs) and go get the six inches or go get the foot? I mean, it was the exact opposite that we're having right now. And so what that tells me is like when plays work, like, yeah, you're a genius. It's awesome. And when they don't, you're an idiot. You need to get more creative. So I think that's a little bit of what I see with that question.
2: That's how it goes. Life as an offensive coordinator. Next question from Matt Matt uh, Matt at Matt Curly riser Jags 32nd red zone, Cincinnati thir- 32nd in defense. O-line had little to no short yardage and zero goal line push against the worst defense. 27's doing it all by himself and only has one touchdown. Red zone stats are indicative of O-line play. Isn't it time to accept the O-line is less than average?
4: This is a very angry person. Yeah, I, I it really is. That's a lot, of,
3: a lot of stats and data to make a point.
4: Yeah, I'll say this. The red zone offense is not very good. I did not think they got very good movement on the fourth down play. I said that earlier in the show. But to say that I can show you plays to say that the rushing attack, which has been good, is all 27, is not accurate. 27. Leonard Fournette would tell you it's not all him. The line is playing well at times. They're protecting well. For the most part, Leonard Fournette is doing a good job. They are not good in the red zone. And is the offensive line part of the problem? Yes. Obviously they're part of the unit. Is D Flippo part of the problem? Yes. He's the guy calling plays. Gardner can be better. The receivers, there's lack of tight ends. Like typically we see this sometimes that teams are really good between the twenties. And then all of a sudden something changes and they need to get better. And they need to figure it out because they're going to lose games against good teams. If they are, if they operate like they did against the Bengals in the red zone. But to blame it on the offensive line, you must be an offensive line hater. You're probably a little person and hate big people. I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) And you're the offensive line defender. Well, I'm a big fat person that likes big fat. (laughs) next question from
2: at tsjax 19 conley finally had a solid day was that more by design game planning or was that because dj chark is drawing a lot of attention and pete you mentioned the wide receivers earlier and uh, this would be a good time that i mean these guys across the board have uh, some weapons now it seems like right
3: it's a good group and i'm gonna give i'm gonna give keenan a lot of credit but i think this group has grown up uh, Chark has grown up. I think Westbrook's made a he's left a lot of plays on the field, Westbrook. His numbers could be significantly better He than didn't what they Sunday, are. though.
4: He didn't Sunday. He played very well Sunday.
3: No, but for the season I'm talking about. Sure, I agree. Going forward, will he be a guy that gets more targets than, than Chark? I hmm. think what we've seen is
4: that Minshew's going to take what the defense gives him, and that's what I like about him. And I think you've seen teams try to take Chark out of the game. Uh, rolling safeties over the top and so you've seen less of the big shots to him down the field they had one they missed it because his arm got hit um conley's the X receiver typically he's on the backside single receiver side he's did a good job of running those in routes and and uh and you got, got the ball to him and he's a big physical guy that breaks tackles once he catches it that's good westbrook's gonna work the slot so i think they each have their role pete i think I said this morning with Dan and Jeff on the show, like I was wrong about this group coming out of training camp. I was worried about it. This is a good group. It's a good group of receivers. Chark has the ability to be a legitimate number one on this team. Um, Dede Westbrook has the chance to be one of the better slot receivers because of his quickness and toughness working in the middle of the field. And if you look at Chris Conley, who's never really gotten a chance to be a guy because he's always been down Mm -hmm. the depth chart. Man, he's shown some things that you want him involved because of his size and his strength. He can and catch and run. I mean, he's a run after the catch guy. I like these three receivers.
3: I really I do. A good group. And do Cole too. catches the
4: touchdown pass. Cole's great. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see because I think Cole's done some nice things uh, because of the injury with uh, uh, Marquise Lee. With Marquise coming back, you know, how do they rotate him and Cole yeah. in as that fourth guy? Yeah,
2: Doug Marone said today that Lee will be ready this yeah. week. So be interesting to see. That's good news. Good
4: problem to have.
2: Final question here from Runyon Disbiz. What can the coaching staff do to get the number of penalties yards down? The NFL talent gap is too close to beat yourself and the opposing team. Another big penalty day yesterday for the Jaguars to the tune of 11 for
4: 130. Yeah, that's not very good, obviously. But, Pete, wasn't there a, st- a stat? Or isn't there a study that showed that the least important uh, statistic in uh, football is how many times you're penalized, or the penalty situation? Well, it depends on when they are. It
3: Depends right? on what the penalties are. Right.
4: Yeah, but I thought there—I I thought I read somewhere like there, like penalties as far as determining the outcome of a w- winning and losing is.
3: Like, well, you, statistically, when you back in the day when you guys were winning, you had a ton of penalties.
4: Yeah, that's my point. I think if you look at it, there's no like, there's no statistical uh, correlation. Or a very strong correlation between penalties and winning. No, turnovers. Turnovers is the thing you have to worry about. Not that, I'm not saying you shouldn't focus on it. To me, it's the type of penalties. Aggressive penalties, I'm okay with. Pre snap penalties and personal fouls, I'm not. I don't want to see personal fouls. I don't want pre snap penalties because those are mental errors. If you get called for holding, if you get called for, you know, pass interference, that's going to happen. It's
2: gameplay. That's gameplay. It's going to happen.
4: You know, you want to make sure guys. Now, if it consistently happens to the same guy because they're out of position or using bad technique, you have to address that. But if it's just aggressive play, it's going to happen sometime. Like, I mean, and, penal, and
3: penalties are up around the league. I mean, it's a, Well, it's because, I mean, here's
4: the. In the NFL find Clay Matthews, which I don't understand, but I guess that's what happens. As a player, you're not so, allowed to say it. So careful here, well, Tony. Well, I'm not a player. Um, so I think I can say what I want around this. I think the NFL is over officiating games. I agree. They're over-officiated. I don't think they're doing a good job, and I think someone needs to step in and fix it.
3: But also, here's the other thing. The technique isn't taught like it used to be taught, so there's more grabbing and holding and all that too, Tony. Wouldn't you agree on the offensive line? You don't have the time to teach the technique like you guys used to get the time to teach the technique. Uh,
4: I think that, that impacts it a little bit. Um, yeah, could be. But that's been happening
3: for a number of years, and this year the penalties yeah. are up.
4: Yeah, because they're making
3: an, a concerted effort to right. watch that.
2: So There you have it. Social media questions are in. Thank you for all the entries tonight. We uh, didn't get Tony as mad as we thought we would. No. No. He's
3: a happy guy today. He is. Happy Tony. Guy. Victory happy Monday. Tony.
2: Victory Monday, Pete. He's a different guy. His glasses is really half is. full now. He takes it,
3: one, he takes it one, day, one game at a time, one day at a time. Now, Jackson,
2: That's what I do. One, Jackson, one, yep, are going to be five and four now.
4: I
3: one believe play that. at a time. I really believe that. The funny thing is,
4: uh, Pete, you'll love this. I was sitting in the press box Sunday and talking to uh, Coach Coughlin. We were talking yeah. about stuff, and we were talking about how just important this win was and this win. And I started talking about, <laughs> like, next week the Jets and <laughs> they're getting on a roll. He's, he's like, no, we just got to win this week. He goes, it's just about this week. I said, yeah. I said, I understand that. And your seat, in a player's seat, coach's seat, you only can worry about one week at a time. And the seat I sit in now, Coach? I can look as far ahead as I want.
3: (laughs) What what did he say? He
4: laughed? He he laughed. He smiled. It was funny.
3: Yeah.
2: We're back in a moment. We'll go around the AFC South. We'll get the standings, see what happened yesterday in the division. A little later, we'll go around the National Football League and have all the games from week seven. The Jags have launched a new mobile app and secure digital ticketing. The all-new official Jags app features exclusive content, enhanced game day alerts, and much more. Look for secure digital ticketing this Sunday. That means screenshots are no longer allowed at TIAA Bank Field. Download or update the official Jaguars app on Apple and Android devices. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
13: Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
15: Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambo drills it. you love your little furball? ball. <laughs> interested in helping homeless pets if you answered yes to any of these questions you'll want to sign up for pet paradise's points for pets program each time a field goal is made at a jacksonville jaguars home game this season you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. <coughs> visit jaguars.com petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit.
0: Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to Jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit Jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions.
6: Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It To The House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle.
14: Since its founding in 1998, the Hanania Automotive Group has been putting Jacksonville first by caring about the community, giving to charities like Canines for Warriors, the USO, and more, caring about customers, giving you the best service, selection, and value, and by caring about the economy, providing over 1,000 local jobs, and growing. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making Hanania the largest auto group in Northeast Florida. We'll always be here. We'll always care. Visit Hananiaautos.com.
2: If you're if you're watching us on Jaguars Facebook or Jaguars.com, a beautiful shot of a rainbow in Jacksonville, Florida, as the rain falls in downtown.
4: Is it still raining? Because I don't want to get wet when I go to my car. I see some blue sky on the corner. So I need that blue sky over the stadium by the time I get out there.
2: Jaguars happy hour continues. JP good Shadrick, right Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. Jags win yesterday, 27-17. Uh, let's review the games in the AFC South yesterday. And uh, there was a big one in Indianapolis where the Houston Texans faced the Indianapolis Colts. And the Colts come away a winner. They're now first place in the division. Brissette had a big day, four touchdowns, and uh, looked very good, Pete, for the Colts yesterday.
3: Yeah, he really did. And, and uh, I, look... He, if he plays like that, they're a legitimate contender. Forget about just the AFC South. If he can play like that, they're a contender. We know that offensive line is good. They can run the ball. Uh, and defensively, they're getting better as well. A lot of young guys playing on that side of the ball. But the Texans' offensive line regressed a little bit again yesterday. Watson held the ball, took some shots, and he just wasn't as good. And and, and defensively, they have some issues. So uh, big win for the Colts. They're, they're the best team in the division right now.
4: Ooh, well, and ooh. I heard uh... – the uh, who's the uh, receiver opposite DeAndre Hopkins uh, Fuller? Fuller. Yeah, he's Fuller, out. Fuller uh, yeah. hurt his hamstring. He's out a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm hoping he can't make the plane. To uh, it sounds
2: like he's gonna be out for that game.
4: London. Yeah. That's a shame. I uh, wish him all the best after that. Hope he plays every game the rest of the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're done playing him. He's that good of a player. Uh. Listen, I, I've said all along, Pete, and we've talked about it, I think the Colts have a great roster. They've done an outstanding job there, and Jacoby Bursett is better than anyone thinks or gives him credit to be. And I do think they're a real contender in the AFC. I put them behind the Chiefs and the Patriots, but... Only if Mahomes is playing. Well, he'll play. But we saw... Yeah. But Listen, I say that, and the Colts went in and beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. With the, Mahomes. With Mahomes. It's a very, they're a very good team. They are the best team in the uh AFC South. They're number 1 in the power rankings. Houston would be 2. Uh Jacksonville 3 and uh Tennessee 4. But it's a division. Here's the cool thing if you're the Jaguars. You sit here, the the Titans won, so they're 3 and 4. Jags 3 and 4. Uh Texans 4 and 3 and the uh Colts 4 and 2 because they've already had their bye. Correct, JP? Am I got that right? Yes. Yes, yes you're right. Um Win this week, go beat te- uh, Texans. You're 5-4. and four. The Texans are probably 5-4. and four.
3: Right, because they play the Raiders at home this week.
4: That's right. And worst case scenario, you're two games back if the Colts win the next two It's 6-2. and two. And then you play them. And then you get to play them. So you can literally be one game back after the bye.
2: Going into Indy, yeah.
4: No, with the—I mean—that's what I'm saying. After two, the you could be two week games. It depends on what Indy does. Let's say Indy wins out. You That's can't what control saying. what they do, right? So you'll be two games back of Indy going to Indy, mm-hmm. meaning you can shut the gap mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, well, my in whole point—the whole thing games is coming up are at the Steelers. That's a win. It's not going to be easy though. Yeah, they're playing better No, No, they're not. And then they got the Dolphins at home. So That's wow. a win. win. They'll win that one for sure.
4: And then what's the next one?
3: Then the Jaguars on the 17th.
4: No, They have one more yes. besides that. They should have three games. Oh before- no, no,
3: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Broncos, Colts. I mean Broncos, Steelers, Dolphins. They'll
4: be three. They're gonna win. They're gonna win all three. They'll be not
3: Steelers game.
4: They'll be seven and two. We'll be five and four. It'll be. Uh, the number one—that would
3: be, be it, right there. Your only chance to win a division is to win that game.
4: It'll be the number one game on CBS. They might flex it to Sunday night, and uh, we win Sunday night. Huh? So I've now said we are now six and four. So we've won three in a row.
3: Well, their schedule gets tougher now. Yeah, at the end of the season, they got they got that game. Then They're they gonna got play us Texans. That's a loss. Then they have they have the Titans, which aren't good. Then they get the Bucs. That's not tough. They got at New Orleans to play the same. That's a loss. Home against the Panthers, win. and then the Jaguars and Jacksonville the last yes. week of the
8: season.
4: We're winning the division.
2: I've already booked it. The Sunday night game that week right now is the Bears at the Rams.
4: Yeah, I'm probably not going to flex that one.
3: Not with L.A. and Chicago in the game. No, mm-hmm.
4: no, 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 no. Nope. No, no flexing. We'll yeah. Maybe we'll get flexed the Monday night. By the way, the Chargers <laughs> the, impossible. The got oh. lucky to get a win. Yeah, the the Chargers gifted that game to them.
3: Did you see the end of that game?
4: I heard about it, like 18 different reviews. It was awful. It was awful.
3: Were and they, and Mel, Melvin Gordon fumbled going into the end zone. I
4: saw that. Was he in a, any of those reviews? Did he get in on Echler, any of them?
3: Eckler looked like he was in, but there wasn't enough. They called it a touchdown, which is weird because then they overturned it. The other ones they were not in. No, absolutely not.
4: So why did they overturn it if there was not an ev- enough evidence I to overturn know.
3: it? They, they thought it was. It was very close. It was very close.
4: When the NFL doesn't overturn anything anymore, and they overturn that?
3: Yeah, I, you go look at it. It I looked at me like he, he might have come down on the goal line, but it was tough, tough to see. Because he came down kind of on his back. Gotcha. And then Gordon, who does nothing the entire game, echoes better than Gordon. Gordon's holdout might have been the worst holdout in the history of football. He's worse.
4: <laughs> didn't they <laughs> offer him like $10 million too?
3: Yeah, they should be thrilled they didn't give him that money. Yeah.
4: That's a that's a shame. I feel bad for him.
2: So the power rankings are as the standings are for you: Colts, Indy, Texans, yep.
4: Jags, Titans. Okay, with a lot of big games coming
2: up over well, the next few. Well, my
4: weeks. expectation is after the bye, it'll be Colts, Jags, Texans, Titans, and then it'll be Jags, Colts, Texans. Well,
3: Titans. if you think they're sweeping, if you think they're sweeping the next three, it can't be Jags, Colts, Texans, Titans. Why? If they beat them. I I'll I still have one fewer loss. No, if we beat them, Power, head power head. rankings, power
4: nah, rankings. Yeah. We're not talking about standings, power no, rankings. Power rankings, not standings, oh, power rankings. We're talking about standings. These are no, power rankings. Come on. Uh, come on uh, who cares about standings? standings? They don't mean anything. There's power oh. rankings. So, Tony, are the
3: Jaguars <laughs> winning out the next three, counting that game? Yes. Okay, then that means they're winning four because you already counted them winning the Titans game, and they play the Titans after that. Yes, they're oh, going
4: four in a row. Wow. I so will not.
3: The, the they, Jacksonville Jaguars will be what?
4: They're gonna be well, they're, they're gonna be seven and three, or seven and four. Excuse me, seven and four. Wow, look at you! I'm not locking it though. The locks are done for the year. No more locks.
2: Jets, Texans, Colts, Titans, then they have the Bucks after that. Uh, that another win. Then they have the Chargers.
3: Eight, four. Then who?
2: Chargers. JP? Chargers at home. That's at home. That's a
3: win. Then you go- Tony's got them nine and four. Go keep
4: going. Then you JJ. have
2: the last regular season home game in the Coliseum at Oakland.
4: Win. Ooh, that could be troublesome. They've never. No, been we good don't out play there. well. On the, I'm going to say we lose that nine and five. Okay. At Atlanta. Oh, win. They're terrible. Ten and five.
2: Home against the Colts.
4: Done. Eleven and five. Book your tickets. Home oh playoff game in, <laughs> the <laughs> in the She's bank. In the bank, baby. <laughs>
2: Buy your tickets now if you want them. I told you his glass was half full tonight, Pete. Uh, he's out of control,
3: man. That'll
4: be great. Eleven and five. Eleven and
2: five. You heard it here first. That's right. Back in a moment. We'll go over the rest of the games around the National Football League. What music is this? Seven. We're playing. This is the rainbow. This is um, the Rolling Stones, man. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. There's a rainbow outside. It's I raining. It's sun shining. It's doing everything. It's Florida. It's I didn't happened. go to this
4: Stone show this year.
2: It's like a rainbow. i uh, back in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. Not one Jaguars my favorite Stones songs. Digital Network.
13: Made Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas, to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly.
0: Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum responsibility. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit provenit.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's kickoff kid. One Daly's kickoff kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's K-O-K.
11: Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
15: Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambo drills it. Do you love your little fur ball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, You will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. (laughs) Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit.
7: Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma,
9: bringing it with those killer boots and that portable
7: grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing.
2: Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. Final moments here. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Tony is all over Twitter right now during the break. Just uh, seeing what has happened, transpired over the last half hour or so, Well, Pete.
4: somewhat. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's funny.
2: Basically what happened, there was a, a fan on Twitter who's listening to the show. Um, who tweeted at Ryan Clark, the ESPN reporter, basically the same argument you had. Why didn't you ask certain questions about certain things and went on and put a, a picture of a trash can at the end of it?
4: And Ryan blocked him.
2: And Ryan blocked him on Twitter.
3: I would have blocked him too. Of course you would. Hold Pete, on, Pete, here this, you.
4: Pete. This is what it said. You tell me if you'd block him of this, all right? <laughs> I'm going to read a quote verbatim.
3: Read it to me. Read it to me.
4: Why didn't you ask him any real questions, Ryan? Why did, why did you let him sit on camera and make things up? Why, did you, why didn't you make uh, him put names to his fabrication? This is pathetic journalism. Who called him a bum? Ask him about how disrespectful it is to the game to make up an injury. And then at the end of it, after the period, he had a trash can next to it. That's what he
3: said. Yeah, I probably would have blocked him too. Would you? I think Ryan's. I think Ryan's hands are tied because I think that was one of those deals where you agreed to not ask him certain things. Oh, I'm sure it is. And I, I've
4: like I said all along, I think Ryan Clark is fabulous at what he does. I just think a journalist, a journalist should do interviews, hard-hitting interviews like that. If that's what it's going to be, and if it's going to be a puff piece, fine. But don't. I don't think a puff piece like that happens. It's, it happens all the time in journalism. But you shouldn't be able to make stuff up. That's not true. That's my problem with it. Yeah, I, I, look, it wasn't like a, you you have to check the like you have to check the facts. You can't just make
3: stuff up. But part of the thing is that he might not have done the interview without anybody other than Ryan Clark because he's a former DB. I'm fine with that, Pete. But you
4: you understand if you want it to be a puff piece and ESPN says Ryan Clark's going to do it because he's very good at what he does, he knows football, he's a former DB. Jail, will be comfortable. I'm fine with all that. I get it. Fine. I'm sure his agent set it up. You know, this is, you know, trying to, you know, whatever. Tell the story. But you have to check the person if they make stuff up that's not accurate. That's all I'm saying.
3: Right. And he's not aware that nobody publicly ever said that stuff. That's part of the problem. Ryan Clark does not know, other than what Coughlin said, does not know that anybody else questioned him publicly
4: because nobody did. So, don't you think it should be Pete J- ESPN's job or the producer to protect Ryan Clark to call they someone? They just pro- wanted him
3: on camera,
4: Tony. You know how that is. I know, but should they call someone from the Jaguars and say, "Hey, can you like this is we're doing this interview? Can you like this is what like can you or tell-
2: or do you want to offer up your
4: side of it? Yeah, do you want to say you know? you're sorry? What happened? Because by the way, I think they'd have it'd be NFL fans would be more interested in hearing both sides of the situation.
3: They just want to. I'm telling you, in that situation, they just want to get the guy on camera. That's all they want. We'll agree <laughs> to do it. We want him. He's a hot topic. He's a hot name this week. Let's get him on camera. Yeah. Right. Whatever he asks, we'll do. That's how but it works.
4: Eh, but everyone, listen, don't go after Ryan Clark. He's doing his job. I'm not.
3: I, my whole Ryan, thing. Was, Ryan's good. He's a good. It, it just. Good. He, he was put in the position. I guarantee you, Ryan Clark was put in a position by Jalen's people not to ask those questions.
4: And, and and he does. And he's absolutely great on air. On um, the NFL live show? Well, I mean, personally,
3: if I was me, I would have said, well, who are you talking about? You keep saying people in the room. Name them. Who are you talking about? There's a lot of people in the front office. Name the names, first and foremost. Were you really hurt? Was there proof of your injury? Is there proof you were but, not clear?
4: I that, heard otherwise. But you also went to school to be a journalist. I get it.
14: Ryan Clark played football
4: and is an analyst now. So, enough of that. but right. it's, So, whatever.
2: let us uh, we got a, about four minutes here to go around all the games of the National Football League. The Rams over the Falcons. Another former Jaguar had a big day. Dante Fowler had three sacks, Pete.
3: He was a monster yesterday. Not not just rushing the passer, playing in a run game. He was fantastic.
2: Bills over the Matt Dolphins. Matt
3: Ryan got hurt, by the way,
4: yeah. in that game.
2: Matt Ryan, is he done or is he going to be kept back?
3: No, he'll be back, but... The
2: coach might be done after the bye. Yeah, when,
4: what's going on there? How are they so bad? And it's so bad in Atlanta, not only this year, but they have cap issues. Right. They're
3: going to blow that whole thing up, I think. Wow.
2: Bills over the Dolphins. Josh Allen threw a couple touchdowns. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a big day for the Vikings and a win over the Lions, yeah,
3: he, Pete. He rubbed in my face again. He's rubbed it in
2: my face.
4: So, Pete, <laughs> about four weeks ago, came after uh, Kirk Cousins says he's basically a bum. Yep. Yep. Um, and he so, said that. He said that. We heard that. What'd you one. say? What'd you, I don't want to put words in your mouth. He didn't say he's a <laughs> I just said He
3: doesn't play well in big games. He
4: didn't play good well in big games, That's which honest. is not inaccurate. That's right. Which, no. But by the way, it is this year. He is the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah, and but he hasn't.
3: They have, how many big games do they play? The last he two. Go g- that Green
4: Bay. Okay, wait a second. The last two weeks, he beat Philly, which was an b- important game, and he just beat a division rival, Detroit, who some people Philly,
3: were saying give Detroit. Come on.
4: Pete, people were saying Detroit was the best team in the division, even though their record was two and two.
3: Yeah, I, I'll give him. I'll give him the last two weeks.
4: He's played great. He's the best. He's the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL.
2: Uh, speaking of the best team in that division, Aaron Rodgers still plays for the Packers, and he got a perfect passer rating. And they're better than the Vikings. Thank right you, now. and the Lions. He was, Thank by the you.
3: way, finally the offense clicked. He was phenomenal. That he was, was a, phenomenal. Without Adams.
2: Ah, that was the battle of former Jags offensive coordinators. By the way, Nathaniel Hackett and Greg Olson. And neither of them call plays. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> that's right. John Gruden and Matt Fleur <laughs> yeah, uh, call the plays. That's right. Uh, Cardinals over the Giants. Saquon back, but not enough for the Giants yesterday.
3: Yeah, their offensive line was putrid. He got sacked eight times by the Cardinals. Yeah, he, I mean, and I, I hear people going
4: after Daniel Jones, but I don't know what, what the kids holding posted. holding the
3: ball a little bit, too,
4: Tony. Yeah, I get that. He's a worky, but if he's getting pounded, it's hard. Yep.
2: Niners over the Redskins, nine nothing. Sloppy weather conditions. This looked like the old time NFL films highlight. So
4: I was watching the tape of that game because I'm doing the Redskins uh, Vikings Thursday night in Minnesota. I think it was it was it was not until like the fifteenth play of the Redskins offensive drive that they threw the ball.
3: They only threw yeah, it they twelve. Ran, they ran it right down the field on them. They should
4: have scored. They, they missed field goals, I guess. I don't know what happened.
3: But Tony, Tony, um, the 49ers are limited offensively though.
4: Yeah, I made the mistake of taking Jimmy Garoppolo in my fantasy. Um, Should have mm. looked at the weather report. Mm. Bad news by me. Mm. Mistake.
2: Saints defense is really good, and Teddy's still undefeated as a starter. 36-25 with the Bears. Well, Sean wow. Payton's
3: done a great job with that team. Coach of the year. He doesn't coach scared. Coach he of does, the year. He coaches to win the game, no matter who's playing quarterback or what he has. So are you That's saying the other, greatness of him.
4: Are you saying other coaches coach to lose games?
3: Some of them coach scared. They coach scared. They play not to lose rather than to win. Sean Payton doesn't do that. By the way, Bears offense is a disaster.
2: Disaster. Could you a-
4: imagine being Ryan Pace and you traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky and you passed on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in the same draft?
3: Oh mm. well, I know a team that drafted a running back and passed on those two. Oh. Oh Ouch. oh Ouch. Oh. <laughs> oh.
14: There
2: you go, Tony. Writing checks, your backside can't cash. Ravens <laughs> over the Seahawks, thirty to twenty-six. Well, like, the, yeah, the Seahawks yeah. came crashing
4: down to reality with the Ravens just pounding them. Right. Earl Thomas uh, homecoming, and he got the last laugh. Cowboys yeah, look great. Just yesterday. when
3: I'm, by the way, just when I'm sitting there saying Russell Wilson's the MVP, <laughs> right? He, he had a terrible game.
4: And the other quarterback, another quarterback that you don't like, Lamar Jackson was
3: dominant.
2: And the Cowboys, yeah. He
3: he's a running, right. he's a running threat. That's what
2: he is. Cowboys look great yesterday. We'll see how long that lasts. Were
4: they great or is Philly bad? Philly's bad. I agree.
3: Philly's right. bad. And have you seen Philly's schedule the next couple weeks? It's just brutal. They and make you, it through, and they're having,
4: uh, and they're having issues. In the uh, Lane Johnson said something about players being late, missing stuff, and then Malcolm Jenkins Uh-oh. came back over the top. Uh-oh. Uh oh. The uh, it's getting restless in. Uh,
2: Philly. South Philly. It's not good. Monday Night Football. It's an AFC East battle. The New England Patriots are 6-0. and They've been led by their stifling defense that hasn't allowed more than 14 points in a game this year. They're headed to MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Sam Darnold's spleen is working just fine, thank you. And the New York Jets are 1-4. Who
4: you got tonight, Tony? Well, I'm looking forward to watching the Jets because that's who we play next week. And I'm hoping for the most physical game in the history of the NFL. History of a short week for the Jets having to come to Jacksonville. But no, sir. I'm looking forward to Sam Darnold. Um, I think he's the best quarterback of that draft. And people are saying, what about Baker Mayfield? He's better than Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. And they're a different team with him. I think the Patriots win. They're the better team. But it's going to be closer than people think.
3: I'm with you, Tony. I think it's going to be close. I think uh, Patriots have offensive limitations. They're great on defense. By the way, they're on a pace to break the Ravens' scoring record on defense.
4: Oh, that. Wow. I don't think it'll happen. If you look who they've played so far this year, they have yeah. not played one offense worth a of dang.
3: I know, and they're not tonight either.
2: <laughs> there you have it. Um, so, Pete, do they win Sunday, the Jags?
4: Quick.
3: Yes, absolutely. Lock it. The lo- ah. It's a lock. Pete oh, locked oh, it. Pete locked it. Oh, I'm,
4: Pete. The, I'm out of the locking business. With the lock. I'm out of the lock locking it. business.
2: Pete, we'll talk to you next week. See <laughs> hey, you, Pete. Senior writer, CBS Sports, Tony Baselli. our entire crew, Trent Padilla, Brent Reber, Joe Fortunato, I'm J.P. Shadrick. You're great, J.P. What a show. No, you're great. J.P. Shadrick. No, no, no. This is the Tony Baselli with Pete Prisco program. Pete's my guest. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. See you next week.